When I first got to Oregon State, you know, I think something that really got me through all those hard times and the motivation that I had to keep going through all the adversity and all the injuries, you know, different things that I faced was just being able to one day call my parents and tell them, like, y'all don't got to worry about my school no more. This is Friends of Friends, a show about friends and affiliate of friends being involved in high priority culture trends in order to push the culture in the right direction. Welcome back to the Friends of Friends podcast. In this week's episode, we have a special guest for you. Coming out of Westland, Oregon at six feet tall and weighing 193 pounds. Throughout his football career at OSU, he recorded 16 starts, 88 tackles, and four interceptions and 11 pass breakups. In 2020, he also messed around and received all Pac-12 honorable mention. Please welcome onto the show, Jaden Grant. What's up, y'all? What's going on, my man? (laughs) All right, so if you just want to introduce yourself and let the people know what you're about, that'd be lovely. For sure. What's up, y'all? My name is Jaden Grant. I grew up out here in Oregon, Westland, Oregon, went to Westland High School. Played basketball my whole life, ended up walking on playing football at Oregon State. I'm now in my sixth year here, thanks to COVID. Got another year. So back here, finishing up my master's. I'm getting my master's in uh, marketing and analytic insights. So yeah, that's pretty much me. There we go. Yes, sir. All right, now to the questions. So for the people that might think that you're, like you already stated, that that might think you're a straight football player. What was your what was your first sport love? What'd you fall into fall in love with first? Yeah, you know, you know, it was basketball, bro. I was never a football player or nothing like that. <laughs> shoot, I grew up shoot playing against JJ. Straight Everybody hoops. my whole life, yeah. So it was always <laughs> basketball. Straight hoops. So what was it like growing up with a professional athlete as a dad? How would you say it, it kind of molded you as a kid? I mean, it was cool. I mean, all that stuff at that time, you know, being so young, it was just all normal. He was just pops, you know what I mean? But then, you know, you kind of grow up and you have these aspirations to be a professional basketball player and now being a professional football player you kind of reflect and realize, you know, all the value that was provided to you just by, you know, having dad around on, you know, how to carry yourself like a professional. And mm-hmm. then, um, you know, off the field, more importantly, is just, you know, how to be humble. Um, both my parents are extremely humble people. So just, you know, having them as, you know, a prime example of how to treat people, how to love people around you, and basically just how to navigate through life. Um, just thankful for them, you know, both my parents. All right, so when was the moment that you knew that you would double down on football? Was it a certain conversation you had with your family or was it like somebody that you talked to it was just like, you should do this? Man, so crazy story is like I was on a, a recruiting visit for basketball at Portland State. I think mm-hmm. they were playing Montana State at the time. And I was going to the, going to the bathroom and I seen Houston Lillard at the concession stand. And he <laughs> waved me over. He waved me over and I seen him talking to some dude that was in, you know, looked like some type of coach was in Portland State gear. And I'm thinking in my head, like, I know that's a football coach. So I was, <laughs> I was annoyed. I was annoyed at the time because he had been trying to get me to, you know, play football. And I'm like, yeah. bro, you know, I'm a hooper. You know, what I've been working for my whole life. Like, I ain't, I ain't playing football. I was just for fun. And then I get over there and he was the DC. He told me he was going to check out my film. Said, he, you know, it wasn't going to promise me anything. But he was just going to check my film out. The next day, we were down, uh, going down to Tacoma for one of those MLK weekend uh, little yeah. exhibition exhibition games. I know. And got the call, and they offered me a scholarship. 
Man. So that was kind of the, the pivotal moment for me because, you know, I was still working for that in basketball. And that's, you know, the phone call that I aspired to get, you mm-hmm. know, for basketball at the time. And then to think that, you know, I barely played football. I was just really doing it for fun. You know, I didn't know anything out there. I had no experience. And then all of a sudden, you know, this coach watches my film and the next day they call and offer me. Um, I felt like, you know, I had a, a better opportunity, a better chance to to really reach my dreams of just competing at the highest level, you know, going the football route. So I'll say Definitely. that was probably the moment. Damn. So, man, so let me yeah. try football, you know. I know. That's crazy. Senior <laughs> year, man. Let me just let me just go out there and see what it's about, man. That's crazy. Me, bro. <laughs> that's fire. So you get to Oregon State as a walk-on with no idea what your playing situation would be. Is the statement, trust the process, a surreal statement for you? Yeah, I, I would say, like, trust the process is, is a real statement for me. But I think that, you know, your vision of what the process is going to be mm. is a lot is a lot different than what it actually is, you know, when you end up walking your own shoes. Because, you know, you have a bunch of, like, for me, for example, um, I just thought, you know, if I go in there and work my hardest, you know, then, then I'll be rewarded. I'll earn a scholarship. I'll end up playing. Um, but that whole entire process was delayed, you know, from injuries. My first three seasons, um, yeah. I actually, I think I was only healthy for like maybe like six, six to eight games for my whole, my first three seasons. And I was doing pretty well too yeah. um, when I, when I first came in. Um, so it was like out there playing and seasons kept getting snatched away from me. So yeah. that, that was the biggest, yeah, that was the biggest thing for me is like, I never went to college, like anticipating that, you know, I have extra ears because, you know, I've, went through so many injuries or whatever. And um, in those times, it's just like trusting what you're trusting the process and like believing in yourself and, you know, remembering why, why you're doing this. Cause at first it was like, I was going through all these injuries and I'm still thinking about basketball. Damn. Near. <laughs> <laughs> like, so what am I switching over? <laughs> yeah. And then JJ, JJ, you know me, like I grew up, I, I was, a, I had a basketball body, you know, yeah. I, I still, I'm still am not like some of these football for yeah. these football dudes, you feel me, that are all big. And, so it's just like, for me, I'm like, man, well, I'm putting myself through all this, you know, for football. Like, <laughs> Said oh, I can easily the, make the I transition. I got this shit all wrong. Like, yeah, I got this shit all wrong. <laughs> but then it's just like, you keep on going, you just stay down and you keep on, you know, trusting trusting the process like you were saying. And then eventually, you know, God's, God's blessings appear to me. Yeah, man. everything starts to fall into place. So what was it like receiving that scholarship from the Oregon State coaching staff and, and how was it presented to you? Um, It was cool, man. It, it was really cool. It was, you know, when I first got to Oregon State, you know, I think something that really got me through all those hard times and it was the motivation that I had to keep going through all the adversity and all the injuries, you know, different things that I faced was just being able to one day call my parents and tell them, like, y'all don't got to worry about my school no more. Uh, that was the biggest thing for me because, you know, like you said, growing up, you know, I was so fortunate and blessed to live the life that I did, you know, growing up and have the support from my parents that I did, that I, I really felt like when I walked on to Oregon State that, you know, this was my opportunity to, to pay it back to them somehow. I mean, I, I just wanted my family to be proud of me, honestly. So basically, you know, I, I walked on to Oregon State and like I said, went through a bunch of different injuries. So the first staff, um, within my first two years, making a bunch of plays. So I was kind of right there about to earn a scholarship. And then my coach left halfway through the season, and we got a new head coach, which is my head coach right now, after that. And so when he came, I'm like, damn, like, they don't know nothing about me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, they, they don't know nothing about me, who I am, the type of person I am. 
yeah um and the type of player that I am so it's just like because there's a lot of different things that go into like you know rewarding a, a walk-on you know mm-hmm. with a scholarship you know there's a scholarship count and different things and then obviously you know got to be a good student you know you got to be accountable um you know can't really get into you can't get in any really trouble you know and oh, expect to be a walk-on and get it. Yeah. you know line, there's a bunch of different, exactly <clears throat> exactly so um it was just kind of like trusting the process all over again you know going back to that this is going back to what what got me there and what led me to the little success that I had up to that point. I'm just grinding and controlling what I can control. And then eventually, um, like, I think it was my fourth season, my fourth season or my fourth year in college, um, Coach Smith's first season, or my third, actually, Coach Smith's first season. And I ended up starting, like, the the last six games. And I Mm -hmm. played throughout the season and stuff like that. And then after that season, kind of had some talks with Coach Smith it was like, you know, I'm you kind of like, it was kind of like, like, where, where yeah. at? Where... Yeah. And it wasn't like, it, it was crazy because like a lot, a lot of my teammates didn't know I was a walk on. Yeah. Yeah. He was balling. Like said, yeah, yeah. Like, same even, caliber, in practice, same thing. like even in practice, I always did well, you know, because I was, I'd always just soaked in all the information. I was really coachable, you know, especially. You know, I mean, even now, but obviously, especially when I first came in, just being a sponge because I ain't no shit about football. So, yeah. like, Still who learning? Who, who, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, when we finally had that, you know, conversation, he told me I'll be on scholarship for the rest of my time here. Um, it wasn't like uh, crying or anything like that. I was, I was just like, you know, like that I reassurance, like, like, yeah. Oh, like yeah, yeah, I'm here. I belong I here. Finally, yeah, I can definitely. finally call that, call my parents and, and let them know. And that was the coolest thing for me to just let my parents know that. What was the parents' like, reaction? Man, they're just super proud of me because you know they know that they knew that I had went through you know a lot of shit to to get to that point here at Oregon State. Um, between the two coach, I mean, between you know my first coaching staff and my injuries and, and all the different factors like we were talking about that played into it. You know, they were just proud of me for you know going for because when I first decided to play football, everybody was kind of like, what? Are you like, sure? Yeah. yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so my but like my mom ain't want me to play football at all. Yeah, like that's a classic overprotective. Yeah, she was like, you don't need to get hurt, all this stuff. So they ain't, I won't want to say they ain't really agree with me, but you know, they always saw me. It was hard for them to see me as a football player. So mm-hmm. for that to kind of come full circle for them, I think that's when everybody kind of looked at me and we, we even myself kind of started looking up more of myself, like, yeah, I'm kind of giving up basketball, you know, I'm done with it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a football player for real now. <laughs> All right. So being named a captain is a huge deal. And with being a captain, people look to you for motivation, guidance, and everything else. So did you take that on as a feeling of pressure or more of an honor? Um, I took that as just uh, the greatest probably honor that I could ever receive, you know, as a as a member of a sports team, you know, just especially with football, being on a, on a team with so many different guys yeah. um, and to be voted by my teammates, you know, the first time uh, last year, it was, it was just, it was, I just felt so blessed. And it was like that whole feeling of, you know, thinking everything I came through, like if you would have told me when I first walked on or some of those, you know, pitfalls or low moments, you know, you'll be a, you'll be a captain on your team or you'll be voted captain by your teammates, you know, one time, one day in your career or something like that. It'd have mm-hmm. been hard for me to see. So, I think that was the coolest thing that, um, you know, my teammates kind of voted me to to lead them and could attest to my character and just knew knew what I was really about, knew that I was a person that, that cared for more off the field than on the field. 
and uh, somebody that will go out there and, you know, give them my all and do anything to, to help them and to, to help the team win. So that was the biggest thing for me. I was just really appreciative. A real stand-up guy there, real stand-up guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so talk to us about some things that you're passionate about off the field. Uh, I'd say music. I'm real passionate about music. I don't know if y'all can see. You know, I got some of these. You got the, I see the vinyls. Yeah. I see the vinyls. Yeah. I see some Lauryn Hill, I think. Yeah, Lauryn Hill, Lauryn Hill. You know, this different music. My dad was really big on, on music and movies growing up and showing us all different types of, of uh, music and all different types of genre. So um, that's something that I'm really passionate about. Not like I don't create music or anything like that. I'm just a passionate listener. Yeah, you got yeah, that fire playlist going. Yeah. So how important was it for you to finish your degree and then go back and obtain more schooling? Um, I, I think it, it was really important for me. Um, because when I looked at my situation, you know, getting extra years back because I was hurt so much, once again, um, I was just like, why not, you know, make the most of it? I, I finished my undergrad in like three, three and a half years and then Sheesh. ended up ended up starting, um, ended up starting a, a business certificate, a graduate certificate in business analytics. And, you know, that was challenging um, because it was it was grad school and. And I was like, you know, I still have, you know, some time left here and, you know, things were getting harder. I was getting more tired of school and you know, different <laughs> things like that. But I always, you know, my parents always taught me the value of education and to always, you know, strive to be the best that I could be, you know, whether that's on the grass, on the court, you know, or, or off the field, you know, out of, my, out of my sports realm. So I knew that, you know, putting myself through hell or you know whatever you would call it a couple extra years yeah Yeah, a couple extra years of school even though it was going to be hard you know I would definitely look back on it and and regret it if I didn't say dang you know why did you kind of shy away from that challenge definitely but that boy Booksmart he not one of them (laughs) (laughs) all right so we're going to transition to the fast questionnaire round um and the first question we have Deion Sanders or Darrell Revis oh uh Deion Gotta go beyond. Yeah, he's he swag with it. Yeah, he swag with yeah. it too. Uh, best Jamba Juice smoothie. Oh, best Jamba Juice smoothie. Um, I I got two. So my go to, <laughs> my two go tos is I, I I usually get a large Caribbean passion, add okay. fresh banana. Heard you. And then, and then I get a large banana berry, add fresh banana. You know, usually okay. the banana berries for the for the like the rainier days, kind of like you know now, and then the Caribbean passions for the summertime. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. seasonals. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, <laughs> bro got the John Juice credit card up in that though. Oh man. <laughs> All right, go to pregame artist. Who you locking in with? Ooh, I mean, when I get off the bus. I always listen. I, I mean, for this this season, every every season, it's like a, a different song that I just listen to every time I get off the bus, you know, try to uh-huh. get in the zone, especially home games because they have all the fans and stuff around. Yeah. And it's a really cool spirit. So I, I listen to Humble, Getting Off the Bus by Baby. Okay. Um, I, I mess with Baby before the game. Uh, Dirk, um, Young Boy for sure. Yeah. And then, then Drake too. Hey, that young boy gets you in that murder mentality. <laughs> <laughs> That's after he greased the Take crowd. some heads off. <laughs> All right, wake surfing or snowboarding? I, I wake surf better. I wake surf better. I wake surf more. I probably say wake surfing. But I just snowboarded for like the first time in 10 years this past, or uh, like almost a year ago now, mm-hmm. uh, this past winter. 
And I mean, shoot, it was it was super fun. So I'm sure if I <laughs> I, I don't know, I, I would say wake surf. Yeah. Easier, right? Yeah. All right, what are we going with? Madden or 2K? I'm him at both, but <laughs> I'm him at both. But, but I might have to say I'm probably more dominant in Madden. I'm not gonna lie, you you legit at Madden. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. God, oh, I used to take man. your money, JJ. Yeah, I swear <laughs> I was elite. I thought I was good, man. Then that man Jaden put it on me. I was like, wow. Let me just go back to two K. That was back in high school too, huh? <laughs> yeah, I said I didn't stall. The three sixty. All right, we got turf field or grass field. Ooh. I would say, I would say, like at its peak, I would say grass because, like, some grass, like Arizona State, probably got the nicest grass I done played on. Yeah. But like, damn near turf, you, but it's like it's real yeah, grass, dude. Yeah, but like UCLA's, I thought, I thought it was hella hard and it hurt to kind of fall on and stuff like that. <laughs> Ankles got concrete under breaking yeah. down <laughs> on me. All right, three items you can't live without. Three items I can't live without. Yeah. Ooh, I say the, the game. I don't want to say I can't live without it, but I don't want to go without it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it needs to be there. Yeah, y'all catching me out. Go ahead a little bit with Got that. you thinking. <laughs> oh, the phone? The, oh, yeah. The game, the phone, the wallet. The wallet. Wallet. Got to have yeah. some moolah with you. Got you. All right, UFC or boxing? I think I think boxing obviously more of like a spectacle, like get together and, and watch, you know, the yeah. fight, big event or whatever. But UFC, I probably say is, is more entertaining for me to watch. Yeah, at least recently. Yeah. All right, new school versus old school. Damian Lillard or Brandon Roy? Same. I mean, <laughs> all the way. Ain't no other yeah, choice. Dang. But <laughs> well, I mean, Brandon Roy, Brandon Roy, the natural. I mean, he he was a true bro. I mean, his career got cut short, unfortunately. That 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 still hurts for all those Blazer fans. Man. But uh, I just think that what Dame does and has done for Portland, and you know, we statistically and all that, <laughs> buzzer beaters, game winners, all that. I, I I don't think I think he's the greatest Blazer ever, like hands down. Easily, easily, yeah. All right, last question for you, man. To wrap it up, friends of friends podcast or any other podcast? Friends of friends, bro. Come on now. He's a part of the Alumni Association now, man. Got to get you the stamp coming in the mail. For sure, bro. Appreciate (laughs) you having me on. So thank you for coming on to the Friends of Friends podcast. So if you have anything you want to plug or shout out in this last segment, the mic is all yours, Jaden. Nothing, I guess. You know, we was talking a lot about me, but appreciate everybody in my life that, you know, helped me get there, you know, to where I'm at. Um, You know, my family, friends, and then, you know, a football aspect. Obviously, my teammates, you know, and obviously, first God, none of this, this would be possible without him. So, just, just thankful, like I said, for everybody in my life that's really, you know, made a positive impact on my life. Boom! And shout out Katan Oladipo. That's my boy. That's my dog. Miss in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we should talk about KT because it's crazy, but like seeing his development from when Jay, bro, I remember when JJ first hit me, like. I was like, look out freshman for my year son. College, yeah, on me. Freshman year of college, like I got, I got a homeboy coming, coming to Oregon State. Like, look out for him. I was like, for sure. Yeah. Here come KT, bro. He, that dude's came a long way, bro. I'm he turned into a dog. I'm not gonna Man, lie. He is, bro. He, you see him? I guess he wasn't. He wasn't that big 
in high school. Not at all. He was that's super bro, skinny. He, bro, he's big now, bro. He's I know. big because <laughs> of his yeah. dudes. Leadership, he's starting to lead a lot too. So I like that. I'm proud of that dude, man. There we go. Thank you all for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and share with your friends. And for further updates about the podcast and episodes, follow us on Instagram at friendsoffriends.pod. 